All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. What an excellent day for an There is no shortage of monsters to haunt our dreams. You got red on you. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Welcome to another episode of Oh the Horror. I'm Rob Holmes. So today I've got another weekly recommendations list. Uh, so it's 10 films that I found online off of different streaming services. Um, I found all of these off of JustWatch.com. So if you are in the U.S., I'll actually list most of where you can find them for subscription services. Uh, if you're looking to rent it, you can probably rent that off of any of those. But if you're still looking to find it or find any other film, you can go to justwatch.com and type in your film, and then you can also put in the country that you want to watch it in, and you can find out what is available to you. Otherwise, just use like a VPN and switch countries and use Just Watch and find out where you can watch what you need to watch, because that's what I do. Uh, so, without further ado, let me get on to this list. First, on this list this week, we are taking a look at Creep. This is a 2004 British uh, horror thriller. This is not to be confused with the 2014 Patrick Bryce, Mark Duplass film of the same name. Yeah, this came out in 2004. It's written and directed by Christopher Smith. Runs about an hour and 25 minutes. Uh, starring Franca Patente from Run Lola Run. Sean Harris from Possum, and Vass Blackwood from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So this film follows a woman, which is Franca Patente, who is locked in the London underground overnight and being stalked by this deformed killer, played by Harris, living in the sewers below. Now, this movie is all about creating atmosphere. It's all about creating tension. And, like, right away, the opening scene of this movie just does that. And that's why I recommend it. I like the effects work on this killer, and some of the kills in themselves are just pretty brutal. So if you're looking to find that online, you can watch it on Amazon Prime or Tubi TV. Alright, so the second film this week is, it's an indie, low-budget, cosmic horror, and that is The Endless. came out in 2017, it's not rated, 1 hour 51 minutes. Written by Justin Benson, directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, starring Aaron Moorhead, Justin Benson, and Kaylee Hernandez. So, if you've seen Resolution, if you've seen Spring, um, then you know this duo. They make a lot of very, very low-budget, high-concept films. This one is no different. So, it's two brothers have escaped this UFO death cult when they were kids, and now they have to return in order to seek answers after this videotape arrives in the mail that is just very, very weird. Um, and there's more to this film than there seems to be on the surface, and there's a lot more than even just the basic plot stuff. It, it, it Some of the stuff totally blew my mind, and it, it made me appreciate this directing duo on a whole new level, so I highly recommend it. You can find that on Netflix and Hoopla. Alright, so if you're looking for a sci-fi comedy horror, you can check out Snatchers, which came out in 2019, rated R, 1 hour 36 minutes, written and directed by Steven Cedars and Benji Kleiman. Uh, it stars Mary Neppy, Gabriel Elise, and J.J. Nolan. 
So it's basically a teen sex comedy mixed with sci-fi horror. Uh, after a status-obsessed teen named Sarah decides to have sex for the first time, she wakes up the next day nine months pregnant with an alien and then soon gives birth to that alien, uh, which goes on a ramp, a very, very bloody rampage. Uh, so this is based on a 2015 short, which was then followed by a 2017 web series, which actually makes up the first part of the movie. So this is like they took the web series and then filmed a second half and extended it into a feature. You can see where the breakpoint is if you're really looking for it, like as far as story structure goes. But this movie is really great. It's a hilarious splatter fest. Honestly, a fun detour from the traditional teen sex comedy. And if you're looking to find that, you can watch that on HBO Max. So, uh, the next, if you're looking for another sci-fi horror comedy, but you're like, you know what? I want to go back to, let's say, 1984 because... I don't want to watch a, a modern one. Fine. You can watch Night of the Comet. PG-13, 1 hour, 35 minutes, written and directed by Tom Eberhardt. PG-13 in 1984, since it was the first year that PG-13 came out, is like, it's almost like R nowadays or a Tamar. So PG-13, when you think of that for a horror film back in the day, it kind of makes sense, right? And in this case, this is a, this is a dark movie, right? So it stars Mary Catherine Stewart, Kelly Maroney, and Mary Warnoff. So the premise is a comet wipes out most of life on Earth. And there's like two valley girls and a couple of other people left fighting against cannibal zombies and a group of like evil scientists. It's like a video game. It feels, it watches like a video game. They go to the mall, there's this whole mall scene. It's like they have to go and have boss battles at every place that they end up at. It's kind of like if 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 Zombies Ate My Neighbors met, like, a machine gun-wielding valley girl. I mean, that's what it is. It's such a strange film. This movie is great. It's It has so much life and so much character to it. Amazing lighting effects. Like, it's very comic booky meets uh, late 80s, early 90s video game. But since this was made in the early 80s, it's just like on a whole new level. Uh, I highly recommend it. Check it out immediately. You can watch that on Tubi TV. So if you're looking for like a meta slasher crime thriller, I guess, um, you can check out Fade to Black. This came out in 1980. It runs an hour and 42 minutes, and it is written and directed by Vernon Zimmerman. Uh, it stars Dennis Christopher, Tim Thomerson, Gwen Guilford, and Mickey Rourke is in it as well. Well, the premise is uh, a shy, lonely film buff living in L.A. goes on a killing spree using iconic kills from his favorite films as he dresses up as the killer. With the poster, it makes it seem like we're going to go for all horror, so he's going to dress up as solely horror, iconic horror characters. There are a few of those, yes, but this is a little different, right? So this gets into more of like some of what his favorite classics are. So a lot of them are crime films and thrillers as well. So you have a mix between um, Western character in there. There's um, a bunch of like gangster characters from like 40s films. Uh, and then you have, you know, your vampire, your mummy, and a couple of other things in there as well. This is a fun movie. And as the poster says, it's Eric Binford lives for the movies. Sometimes he kills for them too. Uh, it is, it's basically a tragic love letter to classic cinema, and I think it's a must-watch for any horror fan. And if you want to watch this, you can find it on Shudder. 
All right, so if you're like, you know, I want to watch a creature feature, um, you know, I got one for you. It's called Pumpkinhead. Came out in 1988, rated R, hour and 26 minutes, written by Mark Patrick Carducci and Gary Gerani, and directed by Stan Winston. So, this is the directorial debut of special effects master Stan Winston. And the story is about a group of teens who accidentally cause the death of a young boy. So the boy's father, played by Lance Henriksen, conjures up this towering, like, giant demon of vengeance called Pumpkinhead, which then goes about to obliterate this this group of teens. This is an amazing display of practical effects. Pumpkinhead looks amazing in this. It, it has this... Um, there's a look to it that, that is very effective and works really well. And you have an awesome performance by Lance Henriksen. Like, he totally sells this film. But please, do yourself a favor and avoid the sequels. I mean, you... You could watch Blood Wings, which came out in 94. I would honestly avoid any ones after that if you're going to torture yourself with a sequel. Avoid 3 and avoid 4, because they were straight to sci-fi channel, and it's they're not so good. But you can find the original Pumpkinhead on Amazon Prime. So if you're looking for like an escape horror, like a, let's say a Canadian sci-fi film... I would recommend Cube, which came out in 1997, rated R, hour and a half, written by Andre Bajelic and uh, Vincenzo Natale and Graham Manson. So it's directed by Vincenzo Natale, uh, the director of Splice and Haunter. This movie is amazing, man. So it's it's six strangers uh, with different from different walks of life that are placed into this maze contraption of traps. So it's like you go from one into another. You don't know if it's safe or not. This this has inspired so many imitators, especially the opening scene of this film. You can find, if you've seen this film, you know what I'm talking about, and you can just find compilations of this same type of thing on YouTube. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous how many films followed that. Um, but it's so iconic. Now, it is followed by two films which never quite live up to the first film. The second one I'm not a fan of, but the third one, sure. I mean, why not? It may not, look, this may not have the best acting, but it makes for, it makes up for it with everything else and then some. And it should be the blueprint of how you make a death trap film. Like, this is what, this is how you do it. And if you want to watch that, you can watch that on IMDb TV, Hoopla, Tubi TV, Pluto TV, and if you have Tribeca Shortlist, you can watch it there as well. So if you want a grindhouse throwback, let's say a Canadian grindhouse throwback, you can watch Hobo with a Shotgun, which came out in 2011, not rated, an hour and 26 minutes, written by John Davies and directed by Jason Eisner. The premise is there's a homeless vigilante played by Rutger Hauer who takes matters into his own hands with his trusty pump-action shotgun. So he takes down crooked cops, pedophile Santas, and a bunch of other scumbags and just terrible people that he meets along the way. This was the winner of a trailer contest for the movie Grindhouse, and it was put into the film as one of the, the fake trailers. And just like another fake trailer, Machete, it actually became a movie. Do you like insane Grindhouse violence? Then you're really going to love Hobo with a Shotgun. And as I said before, Rutger Hauer... As the hobo with a shotgun. You can find this on the Roku channel, Hoopla, Tubi TV, and Magnolia Selects. 
But let's say you're like, I want to watch a dark comedy slasher, but I want it to be like a UK film. Okay, cool. I would recommend 2006's Severance, which runs about an hour and 36 minutes, written by James Moran and Christopher Smith. Uh, And just like the first film on this, Creep, it is directed by Christopher Smith. So somehow I I somehow put two Christopher Smith movies together. How? I don't know. It was completely random. Um, But if you want to see other films that he's directed, you can check out Triangle, Detour, or Black Death, which stars Sean Bean. And like any Sean Bean film, I'm sure he probably dies. In this case, this one does not star Sean Bean. It has Danny Dyer, Laura Harris, and Tim McInerney. So the premise of this is there's a team-building retreat going on up in the mountains with a group of sales reps, and they start getting hunted down. This seems like, if you've seen the trailer, it plays very much like a comedy, and yes, it seems to get dark in the trailer. You don't realize how dark this movie gets. Now, there are some ridiculously absurd moments in this that take it over the top, where you're like, this is so, this is absurd and almost comical. But then we get back to the brutality of the violence, and we're like, oh, okay, that's slightly jarring. And I think that's what makes this movie work, because it's it's a brutally dark horror comedy, and it's a really good showcase for Laura Harris, who you may remember from the movie The Faculty as Mary Beth. She really gets to shine in this, and, it, and she's really awesome. And Danny Dyer, people either love him or hate him. He's also been in, let's see, I think of the 2009 horror film Doghouse, which is so hit or miss with people. I think there's some amazing moments in Doghouse, but at the same time, I'm like, what? What is that ending? Anyway, um, but for Severance, some of the kills in this are really just insanely brutal. And then we have the rocket launcher scene. So that's all I'm going to say there. This movie's awesome. You got to check it out. You can find that on the Roku channel, Tubi TV, and Crackle. Now, let's say... You're like, well, Rob, I want to watch a science fiction film. I want it to be indie. I want it to be a foreign film, but I want it to involve time travel. And also, you've kept almost all of these films pretty low budget. Let's keep it low budget, too. All right, I'm going to recommend Time Crimes from 2007. Rated R, one hour and 32 minutes. Written and directed by Nacho Vigilando. This movie's amazing. So it's a Spanish film telling the story of a man who accidentally gets into a time machine and travels back about an hour. So finding himself is going to be the first of a series of unfortunate events. Like, it is just disaster after disaster. Now, it seems very simple, right? Like, what could go wrong in such a short amount of time? How bad could it be? Things can get really bad very quickly. Very quickly. So I would say, like, this and Primer are two of the best indie time travel films that showcase the pitfalls of time traveling even for a very short amount of time. I mean, the fact that things spiral out of control so quickly and this is a very short film and it's, it's, it's pretty great. And for an added bonus, if you have it on DVD, uh, or if you just search it somewhere online, you can find a 66 minute cut of the film that tells all of these events in the course of the hour that it happens. So that's really neat. Um, you can find this, the, the full feature on Hoopla, Voodoo, Tubi TV, Canopy, Crackle, and Magnolia Selects. So let's say you're like, hey, Rob, did you go to the Toronto After Dark Film Fest in 2011? Yes, I did. 
Cool, do you have any recommendations of films that you saw there? Yes, I do. These are going to be the last two on the list. The first is an indie drama thriller. It is called Midnight Sun. It came out in 2011, not rated. It's an hour and 28 minutes. Written and directed by Scott Lebrecht. Starring Zach Kilberg, Maya Parrish, and Jody Johns. This one caught me off guard, so it's about, I mean, it really did catch me off guard because I didn't know what to expect going into this. It is a story of a a young man named Jacob. He basically lives in isolation, doesn't go out during the day, and works as a security guard at night. And this is because he had a rare skin disorder when he was a child, and he he can't go out into sunlight because he will just immediately burn. So he meets this local bartender and they start to have this little relationship and then he basically starts to one day crave blood why he just does and from there things start to get a little crazier because he starts to suspect himself of being a vampire and then we start to follow this process throughout the film and deal with this relationship as well Things get crazy, things get violent. I liked this film a lot. It's So basically, it's like the indie version of Twilight, except it isn't garbage. There's no glittery vampires, uh, and you're following a character finding love while transitioning into a vampire instead of some old vampire who's trying to seduce some young girl. I mean, really, it's only like Twilight and the fact that it's a vampire romance-type film, and that's it. I highly recommend this. You can check this out on 2B TV. All right, so the final film on this list is a comedy horror. It is also from the Toronto After Dark Film Fest. It is Deadheads, uh, rated R, an hour and 36 minutes. It is written and directed by Brett and Drew Pierce, starring Michael McKitty, Ross Kidder, and Natalie Victoria. This is a fun movie. Uh, so it's about two inexplicably coherent zombies wake up during the middle of a zombie attack. They become coherent during a zombie massacre when zombies are just slaughtering people and they just know who they are. And the guys are like, oh, I'm dead. I There's this girl who I was in love with. I need to go see her at this reunion. So they decide to take a road trip. Uh, but they're being chased by these agents from a company that knows a little more about what's going on than, than anybody else with this whole zombie attack thing. It's like Warm Bodies, but before Warm Bodies, but it's so much better, and it's more of a a buddy comedy. This movie's great. It's just so much fun. It's ridiculous. It can get sappy at times, but I feel like any of these type of films that put that romantic um, subplot in there as well, it's going to get a little cheesy. It's pretty cheesy. You know, it's, it's fun, though. You're following coherent zombies, and... You just have a good time with it, and the characters are really offbeat and really quirky, and it's one of those films that even almost a decade later, yeah, I'm remembering it randomly offhand to put on this list. So, I recommend it. Um, you guys can check that out on Amazon Prime, Hoopla, Tubi TV, or Pluto TV. All right, so that's my list. Uh, hopefully, there's a film on there that you like. Hopefully, there's a, a genre of stuff or a subgenre that you're like, you know what, that sounds interesting. I'm going to check it out or at least check out the trailers, you know? Um, if you've seen these and you're like, Rob, no, I don't like these films, everybody has an opinion and that's fine. That's cool. Just tell me, you know, tell me some of your recommendations. I need to see more horror anyway. I try to watch as much as I can, but like, life, guys, life. 
Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this weekly recommendation. Uh, I'll have another episode out this week uh, that'll be a full film review episode. So if you want to check out more stuff right now, though, you can go to holmesinvasion.podbean.com. You can check out the entire back catalog of like 130 episodes or whatever. You can also find me online at Holmes Invasion and at Oh the Horror Cast. Those are both Instagram handles and I think handles for whatever other social media. You, you can search and find which one's which because <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that'll do it for us this week. I'm Rob Holmes and this has been Oh the Horror. to keep your appointment with the wicker man and there's no more room in hell the dead will walk